Welcome everybody to the actor and the actuary as we two guys in opposite states talk about our careers, our life in completely two different worlds as we try to figure out what the heck's going on, who we are, what we're doing, and if it means something. That's exactly right. What's happening, Aaron? Oh, well, uh, you know, not too much. Oh, actually, we I just had a second child uh, a couple weeks ago so that's that's kind of some news that is some really big news uh yeah. how's it feel to be a dad of two? Oh man um it feels good it feels tired right now but uh you know it's it's great i'm i'm loving the baby snuggles i, I will say the one thing i did not realize i didn't realize how big henry was until joshua was born <laughs> It's like, oh my gosh, Henry, you're enormous. I yeah. just did not realize how yeah. big you got. <laughs> it's like just a reminder of how small they are when they yeah. first come out. Exactly. Exactly. That's amazing. So, yeah, well, I mean, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. How about you? What's what's going on? You know, we're good. We just had a, a baby moon um, ourselves, got away for a couple of days. Um, and I don't know, just enjoyed enjoyed the time. It's it was fun. It was relaxing. It was a nice fresh restart and then go back into the work week. And it was just kind of, uh, intense. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, we're, we, you know, refreshed and uh, back at it, but the, the week itself was just uh, a pretty grueling and intense one, but we can get into that. But first, before we do that, I yeah. actually, uh, I want to ask you a question, Aaron. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm locked and loaded. I'm ready. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? You're going to ask me that. I have got an accumulation winter Ooh. hazy IPA from oh. New Belgium. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm with the winter hazy IPA since we are we are here for snowfall, we are for snowball fight over here. So oh my gosh, that's amazing. Winter hazy, yeah, it's it's pretty good. I'm I'm liking it. Pelted your newborn baby with a, a snowball right in the face. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, it was with Henry. He was playing um, Gettysburg. He got a book on Gettysburg, and so we were playing Confederate. Harper, our dog, was the Confederates, and we were the Union, and we were getting them with cannonballs. Your dog was the, <laughs> the Confederates. Amazing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. What, uh, what do you got? Ooh, that looks nice. It looks like you you got something neat over there. I do. I have a Woodford Reserve Double Oaked Neat. What what is what kind of liquor is that? It's a whiskey. Whiskey. Okay. Nice. Do you do you often Kentu drink? It's a Kentucky uh, straight bourbon whiskey, to be exact. Ooh, sounds great. Do you often just drink it neat like that or not? I generally don't. If I have whiskey, which is not often, but I generally don't put anything in it. Just... Well, enjoy. Sip slowly, my friend. Cheers to you. Yes, cheers. Well, before we dive into today's topic, uh, why don't we go ahead and check the mailbox? Mm -hmm. I, haven't, I haven't walked out to the end of the driveway in a while. Let me go look. Uh, oh, we've got a new one here. Gosh, how is your driveway like four feet long? Uh, I ran really fast. <laughs> Iraq. Pun, pun, pun. All right. Uh, this one, we've got the subject line. It seems like gibberish. Po period, te period, toe period. Uh, <laughs> so this is from somebody. Oh, first time writer here. The composer. Oh, the composer. composer all right you've locked in your moniker welcome you, composer. welcome composer yes he is requesting that the potato incident gets included in the next podcast episode 
I don't know what that is. Uh, Jeff, do you know what the potato <laughs> or the potato incident is? I, I, I do. In fact, composer, I do. Yes. Thank you for bringing this up. Nice. Okay, excellent. Well, then let, let's get into that right after I, I finish the email here. He, he also presents a game slash challenge that a potato related pun has to happen at some point in the remainder of the episode, but far enough into the conversation and at a point in the conversation that is unrelated to potatoes, that the other is surprised by it. Do you think one of us can pull off a potato pun? I, if anybody can, Aaron, it's going to be you. <laughs> uh, it's going to be me. I'm, I'm a pretty strong competitor. Pun, pun, pun. Let's tell you from here what it was that all. That's it. Yes. That's all, all right. So, so what is the potato incident? The potato incident is uh, so we actually. Um, you know, we have a dog and uh, his name's Sawyer. He's a Yorkie. He's about 13 pounds. Uh, he's 10 years old. Great dog. Got a little bit of an attitude. Um, and he just started puking and we were like, what the heck's Ooh. going on? And, uh, okay. You know, is what it is. He's sick. Goes on two days, three days, five, six, seven, like, okay, something's not right. Like, you know, we, we took him in, I think on day three or four and got some x-rays and they're like, Hey, there's like, you know, something in his stomach might've just gotten lodged there. Um, you know, or he ate some trash or we just check it out, you know? So we're okay. Monitor for a couple of days, a couple of days later, go back, still puking. So we'll go back for x-rays. Nothing's moved. And we're like, eh, it's not good. So, um, monitor a couple more days, which is all what they're telling us to do. You know, they're di- changing his diet. They're changing all kinds of stuff, kids, some medicine, and, uh, it's not going away. So they're like, okay, we need to call it in as an emergency. You need to take them in. Um, so we bring them in, drop them off. They go through, they do their own x-rays. They do a ultrasound and blood work and all that kind of stuff. Love it. Love oh the gosh. bills of a dog. I say, how much did that set you back? Not going to tell you. All so right. <laughs> then, uh, we get a call and they're like, so we need to do emergency surgery tomorrow. Um, we don't know what this is, but it's not moving and it's really round. It seems to be kind of like a a soft head, which is tends to be like a mass, um, and a tumor. Uh, and so we're just kind of going to go in, we're going to take it, we're going to cut it out, send the tissue in for evaluation, make sure it's benign. Um, talk about what happens from there. Do you want to proceed? And it's like, you know, it's a very hard conversation. He's a 10 year old dog. He's part of your family. He's for me, he's been through a lot with me at my whole LA journey, you know, divorce, like everything, like he's been this stable component in my entire Los Angeles journey and part of my family. Um, so hard conversations and prayer and all that. And we're going forward with the surgery. He goes in the next morning, they cut him open. We get a call. I'm like at work and I'm like, Hey, this is either going to be a tough conversation or a good one. I'm just letting you know, I might have to walk away. And the doctor calls me and it's like, so we got inside and I just, I want you to know that, we were able to get everything out and, uh, we checked it and it was, a, it was a potato. <laughs> he did not take one bite. Like, he are just, you talking about, like a russet potato or what are you, what are you talking like about? one, like it was like a, like a mini potato, like oh, a lar- yeah, like yeah. a larger raw mini potato that goes in roast. So it's like perfectly round. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know how he got it down his throat, but without chewing it, he just swallowed it whole and it got lodged in the base of his stomach, which was like oh, cutting man. off part of his stomach and digestive system and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So they're like, we got it. We just pulled it out. We sewed him up. So he had this massive surgery cut open his stomach, cut open his belly, cut open all this stuff for a freaking potato. Gosh, that is crazy. Uh, 
I can't believe that. Um, so why did you leave a potato out? That's the real question. You know, we were just cooking and I guess one fell in the corner and he just was Man. like super hungry. I, I have no idea. That's scary though. It's crazy that like something so simple as that can cause that much, that, that many issues and you know, that big of a bill. <laughs> yeah, it, it was unfortunate. Luckily today we got a, a contact back from the doctor and they gave us a pretty nice credit um, back on the surgery because it was a potato and they didn't have to cut out any tissue or send anything in for evaluation. So oh, it ter- wow, ter- nice. turned out to be a little bit nicer as of today. So <laughs> now, not that I'm asking you to share a dollar amount, but did you pick out a dollar amount of, if it's over this, we're not going to do it? Uh, no, we, we didn't. Um, we generally try to, um, step forward in prayer and those kinds of things and know that, you know, in, in terms of finances that the Lord will, um, if, if something's supposed to happen, the Lord will speak to us not to do it. Or, um, if, you know, if we're supposed to move forward with, you know, a surgery of that nature with costs that the Lord will provide for finances that, that don't hinder us. Cause that's biblical that we'll be provided for what we need. So, uh, we generally just said, you know, we're going to move forward. If it alters remodel plans, if it alters what we're doing for, you know, certain things in our life, then for entertainment purpose, we, what we do is we do it for family. So. Well, I feel well, like we've gone an entire episode on my dog. Are we just, are, do you want to just change gears and make this about pets? <laughs> sure. Yeah, we may as well. Yeah. Let's just talk about pets. All uh, right, composer. That's... Congratulations for uh, just picking an entire episode. Composer. Oh man. Yeah. He really dictated that one. All of a sudden we just switched gears into a new <laughs> pun, pun, pun. Oh, that was not bad. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Hey, doesn't speaking of which doesn't your brother have a uh, a pet named Hash Brown? My brother does, yeah. Yeah, that's also a potato related. Oh, <laughs> and that was not even planned. Of any yeah. pun, pun, pun. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's perfect. That's, that's perfect. <laughs> anyway, so after getting the potato out, is Sawyer fine? So Sawyer is got, yeah, I mean, he's fine as the fact that he's got a big cone around his head for two weeks. Oh no. Um, he's, you a know, cone of shame. He, like, and you gotta leave all the doors open while you're sleeping. Cause he like wakes up for water and he's like scratching on every wall, like banging into it, just <laughs> moving room to room, trying to find out where he is. He's also on an opioid. So like last night, oh. um, I caught him in the closet and he was just staring like this, like at, at some clothes and i'm like what the heck are you doing buddy he like looked at me and then he like i don't know he was like tripping out i was like this dude is just nuts right now so um yeah he's doing okay he's got just massive massive cut and his whole belly was opened i mean it's just insane what they did for a freaking potato well i'm glad he's okay i'm glad he's okay so um you know it sounds like you would go to very great lengths for sawyer do you think that was instilled upon you um, growing up, like, was your, did you have a family pet that was that same way? And I, you know, I'm asking you, but I know you did. Um, Johan Sebastian Bach, uh, (laughs) was he loved just as, as much as, as Sawyer? Yeah, for sure. And like Sebastian, Johan Sebastian Bach was, um, gosh, a lot of composer references here. Composer. He was some, you know, a dog that, you know, came into our family when I was two. And so my entire upbringing was with this dog and uh, he passed away when I was, um, when I was 18. Hmm. And so, yeah, he was, yeah, he, I was two when he came in, he was a 16 year old dog and, uh, and I was 18. So my entire like childhood journey was with this dog. And so it was very, 
um, important for us. It was important for me. It was a close spud of my or bud of mine. That you know, I just really, really enjoyed having a pet growing up. And I think that's something why I really want to invest into a dog, um, even through surgeries and tough times, because I can tell ever already loves him, you know, like mm-hmm. she's laying on the ground, looking at him and saying like, Sawyer, owie, Sawyer, owie, be gentle. Like, and so there's a, there's a responsibility as a family that comes with a pet. There's a, like a, a teaching ability that teaches your children about loving and being responsible and kind to your animals. And just something that I think we'll always have a dog growing up. Yeah. What is it about pets and I think dogs in general, like, okay, I guess I'm getting the cat people on my case now, but I think dogs in, specifically, you can have a very special connection with, and like, I wonder what it is that allows that to happen. That allows like almost like a human like connection to happen. Mm. I think, um, in life, like we all want to be loved and we all we all enjoy some form of like touch, you know, like a back rub or a head rub growing up or, you know, hugs or whatever it is. And a dog will just generally always come to you, scratch my back, like rub against you. Like now the dog doesn't scratch my back. He makes me scratch his, uh, but he'll like, you know, come up to you and you'll, you'll scratch him and you'll love to just be around you. Um, and there's some kind of like this, especially now you're talking about a pandemic and this loneliness factor that's set in with a lot of people. Animals are like the pride and joy of the home, you know, like you come home and you can't go see people or whatever it is, but you're around your animal, your animal feels loved and returns love. There's a, a closeness, um, factor that happens with our pets. I think you can, in your experience, um, you can probably like rate, people on a scale of zero to 10 for like how much of a pet person they are. Like, do you know what I mean when I say pet person or like a, like a dog person, like yeah. how much you care for value pets. Mm-hmm. Um, so like on, on a scale of zero to 10 could have done, done one, but let's, let's go zero, zero to 10. Right. How, how much of a pet person would you say you are? See, there's a difference to me as a pet versus a dog, because if I'm a dog person, I'm an eight or a nine. You know, if I'm a pet person, I may be more of a seven or six, seven, uh, because I don't really want another pet. Like I couldn't possibly even desire a cat. I couldn't, I don't really want a freaking turtle or a fish or a, you know, my daughter already wants a horse and I'm looking at the cost of them and I'm like, yeah, no. Um, so I don't know. Are there people like really developing these same relationships with turtles and cats? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I'm not really the same. I, I mean, you can already see where I'm going to come in on the pet scale here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I, so I would call you an eight or a nine because that's what I mean. Like just. Yeah, of course. Know. Yeah, I think for me, I'm, uh, we did grow up having a dog as well. Now, um, our dog was uh, what you would call an outside dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know if many people are, I've used that phrase a couple of times recently and people didn't even know what I meant by that. Um, but <laughs> that meant like the dog stays outside. Like it doesn't come in the house, Yeah, uh, which got, you know, we live in the bold North. So the winter was kind of rough. My, my dad did rig up a heated dog house for him. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we did have a dog growing up, but like he wasn't in, he wasn't an inside dog. And uh, I don't know, I didn't spend all that much time with him. So I would say before getting married, I was probably like a uh, one or a two mm-hmm. on the dog scale. Now I've had a dog, uh, Jess and I got one a month after we got married 
So, you know, now after having one for seven years, I'm probably eh, like a five. Okay. So you, you are who you are in terms of a dog person. And I am who I am as a pun, pun, pun. That was a stretch. Nice. No, no, that was great. That was great. But we're, yeah, you know, we're just, we're, different. Um, but I think that grows over time too. Like I, I think I have a a responsibility as an adult who takes care of this dog fully, as opposed to who I did as Sebastian, um, you know, when I was younger. And I think that changes and grows, especially as you start to have kids and you understand the responsibility. And then you also see that love like past of the pet to your kids who are now playing with the dog and loving on your dog who's sick and respecting, like, I don't know, there's something really cool that happens with that. Yeah. And dogs are, a dog is probably like the easiest friend to have because mm. you, it's a friend that's not going to get mad at you. And it's a friend that is always happy to see you. And it's a friend that's very easy to take care of. Um, and I think they can also probably help you through a lot of things that you experience with other humans in life. Um, you know, I guess like the first one that comes to mind is when a pet does pass away you know, that happens more, much more quickly than with humans, but that can probably prepare you for death in a human sense that you'll experience at some point in your life. Mm -hmm. And then all the other life events that go on, you know, whether it is a surgery, uh, or, you know, whatever else happens, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's like a way to get some, uh, some exposure to a lot of the other things that you do experience with, uh, with other relationships that you have. And I think maybe uh, something to offer as a sense of, you know, if people in the world are so equally, and not everybody's a dog person, but if there's a sense for the people who are like this equal amount of love, indescribable amount of love for like a pet. And the reason behind, like you said, maybe the dog, it, it doesn't, it doesn't say anything, but you can grieve with it or it'll lay next to you and create closeness or all of these like non-verbals that I think we as humans could probably take and apply in terms of our friendship groups say, sometimes it's best not to have to say anything and just be with the person who needs comfort or who needs proximity or who needs, you know, some form of affirmation that doesn't have to be with your mouth open. And I think that'll help you peel or feel just a little bit um, with, you know, kind of how you're, you know, working things out with, with some friends of yours or acquaintances or in the workplace. And I think they offer a sense of, uh, emotional response we can learn from. Yeah. I think, I think that makes sense to me. Have there ever been any, any dogs? Uh, so probably those that are not your own that you've just been like, I hate that dog. I do not want to go near that dog. That dog yeah. is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's why it's like, are you a dog person to the max? That's why I don't say 10 because I don't just go to every dog and be like, I love this dog. It's like, that dog is mean. That dog is rude. That dog is annoying or loud or chews on everything or bites or sheds all over you or all these kinds of things. And I'm like, I, I don't really want you. And I don't love that you just jumped on me. And at the same time though, I'm, I'm like, is it really about the dog or is it about, is it about the owner, the owner. you know, <laughs> yeah. does the owner not, you know, take time with you or, you know, have some kind of a responsibility with you, train you, you know, there's, it's a, I think pets are a direct reflection of you 
<laughs> which you know like that there's that saying that the thing that annoys you most about others are like the flaws that you see in yourself mm. so that's probably true about pets too that's good <laughs> you know you see them and yeah i don't know you're just you're noticing ways that they can't control themselves and you're like yeah i have a little bit of that too <laughs> I don't yeah, think good. people usually jump up on others, but what, what about you? Same question. Uh, a dog that I haven't liked. Well, yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't really like my, uh, my in-laws dog because it tried to bite Henry's eye off. Oh, <laughs> missed, missed by a half a centimeter. So yeah, that, that, that dog's, uh, not, not it's on the naughty list for sure. Yeah. If dogs annoy me, then I don't like them. <laughs> you were, you so, hesitate, you hesitated there. What do you mean? I don't know. You, you were hesi- you were a hesitator. I'm done. I'm just man. Your puns are surprising. <laughs> oh, pun pun pun. I I have a feeling there will be a a few more puns by the end of the day here. Let me set up a a situation for you. Okay. If you are, let's say, you know, you and Jack and Ever, you're you're at a brewery. Do you ever go to a brewery? Yeah, we. I mean, we did, and we we've talked about a few more. It's been a okay. minute out here okay well let's say you're at a brewery and okay yeah you're in la they're all dogs well, a winery we go to like like a winery like vineyards okay, and perfect yeah. all, right, okay. all right you're at a vineyard and yeah for sure dog friendly they're all dog friendly right yep yep you like how often do you see a dog and you're like oh that is the cutest puppy i just gotta go cut i gotta go pet it uh i really want to go i really want to go see that dog not often no okay well i've i've got a friend who like I said, I set up the situation because we were at a brewery and yeah, a dog walked in and he just like, could not, could not handle himself. Just wanted to go at that dog. Uh, so, okay. So you, that, that would be more like a 10. So you're, you're not quite up to the 10 level. Uh uh-uh. Okay. I'm right. definitely not there. Okay. And I don't know that I want to be there. <laughs> you have a connection to your own pets. Yeah. Of your course. Own dog. In the same way that like, I don't. I'm okay to change my, my daughter's poopy diaper, but I really am not enjoying the smell of another baby's diaper. Like uh, I can handle so my own, you know, but like there's a, there's a love appreciation that comes. And then, so you can go and give it all you have for a, a you know, a potato surgery. But, um, you know, I, I don't know that I'm going to have so much emotional connection to like why you would ever do that, you know, like that's yep. silly that you would go and pay for a big stomach surgery for Harper's potato, but I don't have the emotional connection to Harper. But by the way, in case you're wondering if, if this, I, I think you already know how this would go down in our family, but let's just say the shoe is on the other foot Okay. <laughs> and Harper swallowed a potato, which would absolutely happen. I'm actually shocked that this has not happened yet. And we were faced with the same decision. I would be so ready to just cut the cord, but, <laughs> but yeah. Jess would not be. And so we would absolutely do the surgery. Yeah. <laughs> would have gotten to the same outcome in our family as well. <laughs> it's never easy when it's, you know, you don't carry insurance on pets. Like that's just, there is pet insurance. I know. Yeah. We should probably look into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess, I guess I'm curious, you know, if you're out there listening, did you guys pets? Where, where do you align? What kind of pets do you have? Does anybody have a weird pet? Like Mm. I'd love to hear that, you know, uh, I got tarantula. Yeah. And especially if you have a non-dog, do you think that you are at a similar mm. emotional attachment to your pet as a dog owner is? That's a great question. And if your iguana swallowed a potato, 
Would you take that iguana into surgery or would you let that potato become smashed? What would you do? I mean, would you, I'm curious. So yeah, write us in if you have thoughts on your pet, where you align, if you have a dog, if you have other pets, um, we'd love to hear from you. Let's do a, let's do a roundabout pets. And also if you've been thinking like, oh my gosh, I don't want to write in, uh, because I don't want them to know that I'm listening or I don't, whatever it is like, come on, we, we are about to hit a thousand listeners. So the fact that you are hesitating, don't just write in, let's add you to the moniker. We love you no matter who you are. Get us a message at Aaron, the actor and the actuary at gmail.com. Mm. And by the way, we've built in uh, spyware into all of our podcasts, so we know you're listening anyway. So uh, your email won't uh, really share, won't, won't change anything. Exactly. So yeah, write us up. Uh, Aaron, Just kidding you, on that one. why don't you leave us with a final thought on potatoes? Potatoes are good. Potatoes are great. But lefsa is the best thing that I ever ate. Lefsa is made with potatoes. I mean, that, that was great. That, <laughs> that joke just like sprouted out of nowhere. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> Let me leave us with this poem about why we love dogs. They're fearless and faithful. They'll fetch what you throw. If you can't find your slippers, they'll sit on your toes. They're busy and bouncy. They're high in fresh air. Wherever you're going, they're already there. They're greedy and gutsy. They'll wait at your feet, more than happy to clear any food you can't eat. They're tireless and trusting, a companion with style. Their sense of adventure makes everyone smile. They're clever and caring, and researchers have found their excellent medicine when you feel a bit down. They're delightful, determined. Their love knows no end. And all that they ask is to be your best friend.